Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the fall of 1987, four men find themselves reunited with childhood friends for the first time in ten years. They are drawn together by the mysterious death of a mentor they all cared for together as children. World of Darkness, The Ultimate Evil is a first edition Chronicles of Darkness game that takes place in Bismarck, North Dakota and is inspired by the satanic panic of the 1980s. Remembrance is the first story arc that follows Alex, played by Adam B., Wayne, played by Adam C., Che, played by Andrew, and Michael, played by Slavic, as they discover the mysteries that surround them in their hometown. If you would like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. The Native American guys is about six foot three, six foot four, pretty well built. Has um has short, darker hair. Uh, obviously, uh, jet black hair that's cut though, in kind of a clean cut manner. Almost like a high and tight fade a little bit, where it's a little bit longer on top. Has this green, red, and and, and black like plaid long sleeve flannel shirt that's slightly untucked on the side. Kind of tighter jeans with some combat boots that he has underneath them. He comes and opens up the door of Huskies. You're sitting there, Alex. You're actually facing the door, and Che's back is facing. You guys are sitting in a booth along the window, and you see this figure come walking in, and he makes a right. And right away, you can see that he's looking at you, Alex, as he comes. And he's not, like, coming at, like, a running pace, but he definitely has a firm stride. And as he's walking to where the booths are at, he has to pass a couple of, like, little four-seater tables, you know, with, like, cushion chairs. And he kind of grabs one. And he starts dragging it behind. You can actually kind of hear it because you two are the only ones who are in the counter or in the restaurant, Che. So you can kind of, you know, hear that over the noise of the of the, the short order cook and waitress kind of just having a minor conversation. And as this chair comes up, he kind of flips the chair to where it sits at the end of the table. You know, you guys are sitting in the booth and here's like the end, you know, and he flips the chair around. He kind of like sits, strides over it and props his forearms on there and he's looking at you too he, he kind of looks at you alex and he's like where's jay uh 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 i have no idea what's your interest with them and you can see he looks real intense he has like real chiseled features as you're close has kind of like real piercing eyes alex will take a deep breath close his eyes he'll flex his fists under the table why do you care He's like, because I do. And you see him like pulls his flannel up and he cut like where it's loose on the side and he kind of like just drapes it over and you see like a holstered pistol and he goes back and he goes back to like leaning. You know what I mean? Sitting how he was. Two cars outside. Are they with you? Who? And he nods towards the business. two cars that are out there with uh, Michael and Wayne in there. You got me. I don't know. He looks at you, Che. And you kind of see he has a inquisitive look, you know, on his face. Like he's kind of surprised to see someone who seems to be native. He's kind of looks at you, Che, and he's like, What's your interest in, Jay? I don't even know who you're talking about. He's like, well, he's like, let me put it this way. I see you, and he points to you, Alex, and someone with you. Go talk to him. And then I see him gone, and I see you going back there. Where is he? Look, man, I, I don't know, man. I was just trying to score some dope off of him, all right? Fuck you, and fuck your stupid goddamn lie. And you see him, like, he's, like, sitting there. You see his jaw clenching. Hey, whoa, whoa. There's no need to, there's no need to get like that, all right? Just relax, and we can talk this out. Because I'm fucking about to lose my shit. 
That guy was the one goddamn thing that I have. And then I come back to look at this goddamn whore who works here. And guess who I see here? I see fucking you again. And he points to Alex. Are you in with these people? What's your fucking deal? Because I've about had enough of this shit. What fucking people are you talking about? Goddamn Jay Bishop and this fucking Dora Broad. Are you part of this fucking thing that they're part of? Why are you sitting there wherever they are at? You seem to be there. I'm getting pie. And you see him clinch. Listen, man. I'm not coming at you in a violent way. I just want to oh, know. Bullet, uh, showing us a gun, threatening. That's not violent. You need to relax, dude. I'm like raising you my voice. Sit, he sits back and he puts his hands out. Listen, sorry if I was over emotional there and how I reacted, all right? I'm fucking frustrated. And all I simply want to know is what interest does Jay Bishop and Dora Bates hold for you? And listen, I'm going to put my cards out on the fucking table right now. I'm going to tell you, right, that I have no any kind of friendship with them any kind of ties to them. So if you're afraid of them or you're afraid of what they may represent, do not feel that I in any way represent what they're part of. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Yeah, I get you, but what are they part of? I don't fucking know, and that's what I'm trying to find out. And obviously you guys have, you, and he looks out for you, and you, and maybe those two fuckers out there, one who was just talking to Dora, maybe have some answers that I'm fucking looking for. Okay, you want answers? We'll talk this out. Relax. Turn your chair around. Maybe order, maybe order something. We'll talk. What about them two? You gonna have them come in here too? Each sure. other? In a minute. When when he you turns the seat around and he kind of like puts his shirt back over his his pistol there, and he looks at the waitress and he kind of motions and like makes like a like a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? You see him kind of he has a, you see him kind of like like rubbing his uh, flannel like get, trying to get out like little you know what I mean wrinkles, trying to calm himself down. He like cracks his neck a little bit. <laughs> so I suppose introductions should be made. My name's Brian, and your name is? Any motions to you, Alex? You can call me Alex. Okay. And I think I know who you are, actually. Emotions you to you, Che. I think I may have, uh, we may know some mutual people. At Standing Rock, your name's like Che, right? Che something? Yeah, Che Thompson. I'm sorry. Listen, just from talking to you guys for like the last 10 minutes, and don't take offense to this, I kind of see that you guys are kind of normal fucking people, okay? And he looks at Alex, and I know who you are. And I know you're definitely not fucking tied to any goddamn shit and emotions to you, Che. Exactly. So, since you're so curious, we're looking into it, too. All right? That's why you've seen him around. I want to know what Dora, every time I've tried talking to her, I've always gotten the stiff end. Her, her pimp out there doesn't like her working with Browns. Isn't it her job to get the stiff end? I, I see what you're saying there. Uh, I, excuse me if I don't have humor in these moments. He kind of smirks a little bit, though. Some people say that I, I don't have that much of a sense of humor. Yeah, this is this is Che trying to lighten the situation to get him to not be so hostile. Oh yeah, you can see he's definitely like, you know what I mean? Like, try he's in his own way. He's he's not all as guard, you know what I mean? Not a, on guard, but he's a pretty intense dude normally. You know what I mean? Get your two friends in here. Let's talk, and I'll buy and I'll buy the coffee. Che, can you go grab them? I want to have a word with Brian for a moment. Yeah, I'll kind of. Uh... Just nod and get up and go. You see, like, Brian sitting there. And this is odd moment of, like, quietness between you two. It went from very intense, you know what I mean, to, like, yeah. very uh, diffused. And he's just kind of looking at you, and he's like, um. Yeah, Alex will take a moment to sort of steal himself, drag off his cigarette, sip from his coffee. So. All right. Uh, look, dude. Mind if I get one of those from you? <laughs> sure. I'll hand him the pack. All right, look, dude. We are... We're trying to find out what happened to a friend of ours. 
about 10 years ago, she was murdered. All right. Well, there, there's what was her name? That, we'll get to that. The, the, the people that, that Jay was with at the time might be involved. So we were trying to see if he could remember anything. Jay, you'd be surprised probably to know that Jay also may know about someone very close to me, uh, who, who's not around anymore. Uh, I doubt it's the same person. You probably didn't know my sister, but my sister uh, dated an acquaintance of his. And I've been trying to find out. She kind of disappeared about 10 years ago, my older sister. And uh, that's why I'm involved in him. That's why I'm trying to keep an eye on him. And I was in the process of trying to build a relationship with him. That's why I was a little heated when I found out he was gone. And when you saw me earlier today, I was actually trying to see if anyone would come looking for him thinking that maybe they might be tied to the group that he used to be. And seeing you twice over there uh, kind of set my temper off, and I apologize ahead of time for that. All right, fair enough. He takes a sip of his coffee. Uh, we'll let we'll let the uh, scene cut to you now, Shay, while you walk out there. We'll go out to the guys. They're um, in the cars still, right? Or not? Um, I'll, I'll be out of the car, just like kind of leaning against it, kind of waiting. Because you were you were talking to uh, Dora. Yeah, I was talking to Dora yeah, in your Jeep. Well, I'll go over there to them, and uh, I'll uh, say, "Hey guys, uh, you should come inside. Uh, there's someone in there who is uh, getting pretty hostile. He, um, but he seems to know what's going on here, um, and he was asking us about uh, Dora and uh, Jay and all that. So you should come inside, talk to him." What do you mean, hostile? Like, he has a gun and was very... He, he was showing it off. And you're an officer, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh... Things get out of hand. It's nice to have a cop on your good side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see what this guy has to say. Yeah, I'm going to hesitantly follow, follow uh, <laughs> you guys in. So as you guys walk in, you actually see uh, him sipping coffee, smoke like has a lit cigarette, and he's talking to Alex. And they seem to like have be having like somewhat of a conversation. You don't see a weapon as you walk in. Uh, wh- who who do you guys sit uh, like? Che, I know Che goes back on the opposite side of the booth of Alex. Who do you sit next to, Michael? Che or Alex? I don't think it matters much. Okay, che. we'll say you sit you we. Yeah, we'll say you uh, sit next to Che, and uh, you sit next to Alex there. Uh, so you you don't really see the gun because the gun's covered up, but it's actually on his left side. So you, you guys don't see a gun, but you think you might see um, Wayne an outline like of a pistol, just like a you know what I mean, a normal holder that is on his uh, belt there. But uh, he's definitely not like brandishing it, you know, to anyone or anything like that, you know. So I guess he kind of looks- would have his gun gun with him as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Especially too. Especially with this crazy stuff happening, you know, just to be safe. He So he stands up as you guys are walking before you sit down. He kind of extends his hand. He's like uh, Brian Eagle, and he extends it to you, uh, Mike. Michael Gray. Nice to meet you. And he has, like, a firm handshake, and he looks at you, Wayne, he kind of extends his hand and says the same thing. I'm going to slowly reach my hand out to shake his, trying to kind of read the vibe of the uh, room. Uh, you can sense it's not as tense as it – you don't feel any tenseness definitely like these two felt when he came in you know but you can see and the demeanor of brian eagle to where he probably can go from like zero to intense very you know what i mean very quick but right now he seems not on guard 
and as much, you know what I mean? But he's not like slapping backs, having beers with you guys or anything to that extent, you know? So he, he sits back and he, he's sitting there smoking his cigarette. It's like, so you all been working together? Your buddy here, he told me that and he motions to Alex, these people that, uh, that we have in common that, that, uh, common interest in. You think I was responsible for a murder of someone or of someone you guys knew? Yeah. I mean, shit, you had to be my age when all that shit happened. What was that? Like, how long ago did this murder happen? 10 years ago. Uh, and he, you see him, you see him kind of look and he's like, I was telling your friend here that my sister, kind of to mind you i was kind of too young to really understand the grasp of everything i was only about 13 or 14 years old at the time but my sister kind of dated uh someone who used to run with those two with that dora bates and uh jay she just kind of fell off the map man you know and i don't even really know too much what happened and as you know and emotions towards you che as you know when our people kind of disappear bismarck pd really don't pay too much attention and, and really go out of their way to help as much my mother and you kind of see him looking out the window a little bit, like he's kind of collecting his thoughts, you know, like it's kind of a sensitive subject with him. He's like, my mother already had alcohol problems and that just kind of made it worse. And, uh, I, uh, I went and kind of fled when I was 18, joined the military. I just came back about a year ago. I did, uh, my four years and, uh, my mom passed not too long ago. And before she passed, her liver was about shot and she was all doped up on pain meds barely making any sense she had a moment of clarity when i was talking to her how my uh sister warned by uh this this lady this blonde girl who lived in the same neighborhood as this guy about him being trouble now she should probably uh she should probably end their relationship with them and uh my mom in this moment of clarity told me how my sister felt that she was wrong and that that her boyfriend at the time was uh going to change his ways and that she was going to be able to help him get out of there. So I, I go to this neighborhood, see if I can find fucking anything over there. And uh, I'm able to piece together, doing a little research on microfilm, the library by there, how uh, some girl died uh, who who lived not too far from there. And I kind of thought it was worth a crap shot. So I went to go talk to her mom, who's still alive. And her mom did kind of tell me about uh, this group that my sister ran with. Uh, the, the girl's name was Amanda Porter, Palmer Porter, I believe it was. Sorry, I don't got my notes with me here. And, uh, and so I've been keeping an eye on these two, trying to build a relationship with Jade to see what I could find out, find out who this guy my sister dated was. And then that's where we're here right now. And he looks at Alex. He's like, I sincerely apologize. And I mean that, but that's why I was a little heated. I think you can understand my frustration where like the one key I had to maybe find something kind of was pulled out from me and pulled away from me so again i apologize about coming in here like a storm it's a personal flaw of mine but i hope you can understand that it's all right i i can let it slide i guess alex will subconsciously start scratching his arms so what who's this person that you you, explain your guys' situation to me honestly because Mm -hmm. i'm I'm rather confused alex you want to we're all looking around like who's gonna explain it (laughs) I'm looking around like, is this guy cool? Like, can we, uh... <laughs> well, first of all, your friend was telling me that someone you know was killed. What's, this, yeah, what's the situation? Who is it? Who was killed? Like a kid? Well, no, yeah, she, she was... She was a little older than us. She was... How old was I... she? 18? 20? I think she was 18, 18 at the camp. And then... And, and and how did she tie to, to Bishop and his... That little group? Yeah, oh... We actually saw them arguing with her once. Yeah, 
not too long before she uh, turned up dead. We were we were out on our bikes, and uh, we saw her getting into a an argument with this group of people. Jay was there, and so were a couple others. Dora. And Dora was there. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is this Dora is this there. friend of yours that Amanda that Amanda Porter chick I was just telling you about? Is this or Palmer Porter, whatever her name is? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Are you fucking kidding me? So you think that her death in California might be tied to these fucks? We're not sure, but maybe. Somehow. We're not sure how yet. <laughs> Have you guys been able to find anything out? So um, I'll kind of look around for their approval to kind of just uh, start talking about what I've learned from Dora from our yeah, conversation. So... Once I see that you guys have kind of given me the okay, I'll start to tell him. You know, it looks like we're kind of after some of the same answers here. And so I'll I'll start to kind of explain um, or summarize my conversation with Dora um, about – talk about uh, what her – you know, like what her and uh, Charlie and Jay were kind of up to in that house and, you know, what sort of things they were getting into. I'll, I won't like uh, – go full into the um, occult Aleister Crowley type of deal, but I'll just say that they were, you know, doing some witchy stuff or something like that. And, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if I left anything important out there, but... Um, Here, I'll go over the notes and you can kind of tell, decide what to say, what to tell in front of the group or not, all right? She said that she needed something more to believe in, that she had a hole, that she wanted to be filled with knowledge, and she met on at a bar and he started spilling the whole Aleister Crowley you know what I mean like all that spiel and that she got into that you said you kind of mentioned it vaguely right like the Aleister Crowley you didn't want to get too in depth right like yeah just kind of I'll just say like like witchy or just like magic yeah. or you know something kind of more vague said that he mentioned how he wanted to find answers to the secrets of the world and that they used a lot of drugs to try to open their mind to that that's how Jay got involved with them because Jay had connections to Texas. He could get like LSD and angel dust and shit like that that wasn't easily accessible in the Bismarck area. They had some white trash dudes in Mandan who followed whatever Charlie Dunn said, but it usually just ended up them drinking and doing LSD and doing quote unquote magic stuff, but really that nothing that ever, you know what I mean, amounted to anything. She said that she eventually moved into Charlie Dunn's house on North 4th Street there, which in turn led to Jay moving in. She slept with Jay even at that point to kind of keep him enthralled into the group to where they could keep getting the drugs. She always could get the sense of frustration from Charlie Dunn. It was almost like she could sense that he had this sense of frustration that he was never really like accomplishing what he wanted to accomplish. You know what I mean? Like it was starting to become like a, like a facade in a way. She started dating Johnny Vaughn. When she first started having the ideas that maybe this all was just kind of a joke, was all just kind of a fraud, you know what I mean? Like there wasn't really magic opening, you know what I mean? Shit like that. She said she knows the leader was starting to date. Char she knows that Charlie Dunn was starting to date a Native American chick named Christine Eagle, who's obviously Brian Eagle's sister, the guy you're talking to. He wanted to bring her into the group slowly. Like he did, he was telling everyone like basically, like, hey, I'm not rushing her into it. She's different, you know what I mean? Like like just kind of trying to keep a a gap between, you know what I mean, the group and, and her. She uh, says that the Charlie Dunn was upset at, at Amanda because he says that she met Christine in the neighborhood when she saw Christina Eagle walking and uh, tried to uh, warn her that, hey, this group is into some weird stuff because Amanda had been talking to Jay also, you know, knew Jay and was trying to get him out of this, you know what I mean, doing the shit that they were doing. But Charlie got upset 
And that's what led to the confrontation of Charlie telling her, hey, leave her alone. You know what I mean? Don't you come up to her and, and fucking start talking this shit to her. She talks about how she felt Charlie Dunn was always hiding something. And one time when he was really fucked up off LSD, he spilled the beans about being a member of the Walkstetter family and doing all this to impress his brother. But when, when, when Dora confronted Charlie the next day when he was sober, saying, hey, what was all the shit you were saying? He, played, he feigned ignorance and said he had no idea what she was talking about. She talks about how one night in 1977, Charlie was excited about trying something new. She got really high and can't remember much. But after that, whatever it was, she was uh, all done with it. And, that, and she ended up running off with Johnny Vaughn and ended up getting married to him. And, and you guys know how that ended. You know, you guys talked to Johnny, said she just got into drugs worse and got into crystal meth and stuff like that. So just to refresh, that's all that, that that's going on right there. That's what Dora said. Now, I don't know if you choose to say all that stuff or what, to, or if you want to admit something, you can go ahead and let me know there. Um, I mean, there's... I don't think there's really anything to omit from that. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I think I can tell him like the whole the whole deal. Um yeah. And basically, you know, I just want him to know like it's a it was just like this group of people were meeting up at this house and you know, they were doing drugs and um practicing weird rituals and stuff like that. But we think it's you- all related and what we're looking for you know, is, is connected to your sister, it sounds, too, so. You mentioned the Walkstetter family, right? That whole Walkstetter family. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the name, like, in, you know, like, okay. it's like a new lead, gotcha. you know. I'm going to have you guys all roll an intelligence and politics, but if you don't, where you need two successes, but if you guys don't have politics, I will let you roll academics and streetwise, but you need three successes. Does that make sense? Wait, what? So I can roll streetwise okay. if I don't have politics then? Yeah. I, okay. I want an intelligence and politics roll, two successes. But if you guys don't have politics, you can replace that with streetwise for three successes. Does that make sense? It's impossible for me to succeed at this without using willpower and rolling really well. Okay. If you don't want to use, if you don't want to, then you can back out. I'm not forcing you to roll. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll let it's you not, back out. But I'm giving... I think that Che would know at all. Okay. Cool. I only got one success, so. Yeah, I only All right. got one. What about well, uh, and I needed three? I got two when I needed three. As you're sitting there, you hear Brian though looks at you and he's like, "Did you say Walkstetter?" Yeah. Why does that mean anything to you? That house that they lived in, it used to be owned by the Walkstetter family. Um, I don't know too much about them, but I just know that they owned a lot of like real estate in the area and everything like that. I mean, I just kind of chalked it up to like it was just a family that you know what I mean owned a bunch of land and was renting out homes, man. But if you say that guy said his name is Walkstetter, man, I'd say that's one fucking lead right there. I mean, these people were on all sorts of shit, especially back then. But, um, yeah, he said it. I mean, he didn't remember it afterwards, according to uh, this Dora chick. But Maybe he was fucking lying to her. That's definitely the name. Yeah. I'd say you guys fucking look into that thing. Here, here's what I say, man. And you guys don't have to fucking work with me. And I Honestly, and don't take no offense, I don't perceive you guys to be too much of a threat. But, like, um. I, I'm going to go about my own way, man. And he's like, and he t- pulls out like a little notepad that he has and he flips to a blank sheet of paper and he writes his name on or his name and his phone number. And he kind of slides in the middle, puts the, the sugar shaker on there. That's my number, man. Uh, give me a call. If, uh, uh, if you ever watch it. And I think that we could work together on this. Thanks. I would like Before to you go anywhere. What are you going to do? If you find out, if you find them, what are you going to do? I'd be lying to you. If I told you I had some kind of plan, man. I don't have a fucking plan, but uh, uh, I don't know. I really sure. don't fucking know right now. This is just a purpose I have right now. 
I don't know why it's consuming me. So do you have, do any of you guys have a number that I can call if I need anything from you guys? I'll jot my number down for him. Good stuff. And he gets up and he pulls out like a, his wallet and he pulls out a 10 and he slides it over. He coffee's on me and your pie and he turns around and he walks out. Seems on you guys. Well, that went better than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, he freaked me out a lot at first. When Shay came to grab me, I thought you guys were in deep shit. And well, it could have yeah. been, so. When right. Shay left to grab you, we thought we were in deep shit. Well, it seems like he fucked us down. Did he yeah. Did he seem legit to you guys? Like, serious? Or you think he's lying about something? Seems honest to me. What do I know, though? Might not be telling the whole truth, though. I mean, why would he? Just some people he met. We're just total strangers to him, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll find out. I think we can trust him a little bit at least, maybe not tell him everything, but see what he can tell us. It's been an eventful night. Uh, you guys have anything <laughs> else you want to do? Or are we going to uh, call it here and um, maybe meet up when we look into these leads further? I, I'm going to go to work and get a drink. Can someone give me a ride? Yeah, I'm gonna try to finish off whatever's left of the pie you guys ordered before we but start I'm to not clear out of there. Eventually, you'll have to start putting in money for gas. Okay. Here's the thing: uh, we can either cut to the next day, uh, or if you guys want to ro- do some role playing out, you guys can let me know. I'm 100 percent okay with that. It's your call. Mike also wants pie. <laughs> All right. So here, here's a good. I think here's a good thing too. Here's a good thing too, though. I think there's a good, good, good potential for two scenes. Obviously, with Che and Alex, if they want one, or with Wayne and Michael, and maybe you guys could figure out like a way, you know what I mean, a kind of plan of action, a, a way ahead, or whatever, you know, like how to go about it. It's your call. If you guys just want to go the next day, let me know. I'm cool with either. Yeah, we can we can role play out scenes. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Cool. So we'll go we'll go ahead and do the the pie eating the pie eating between Wayne and Michael. So you guys are sitting there, uh, just kind of like eating the remnants of their pie, and you see the waitress comes up and. And she's like, uh, do you guys want any more? Uh, are, you, are you good with this? Do you need a refill, hon? Uh, with my mouth completely full, I'm just going to motion no more. Um, yeah, I think we're fine. Yeah. So she turns around and walks off. All right, scenes on you too. So you still as enthusiastic about this shit? Uh, to be honest, I'm getting a little bit scared. Yeah, it's getting weirder and weirder by the minute. So this Welkstetter thing, do you think you'd be able to uh, look into that at the station at some point? Yeah, I'll I'll see what I can do, you know. Uh, I have to make sure, uh, you know, people don't notice me doing all this legwork there. I uh, just, you know. Yeah, if you want to, if you don't want to draw attention to yourself and you want to keep it low-key, I could go see what I can find out at the library. I mean, I got plenty of free time. Okay, yeah, I think that'd be great. I actually need to get some work done. <laughs> I still need my main job. This is just a side <laughs> hustle. Yeah. Okay, so I'll get up to to leave or something. Brush Sweet. brush my uh, brush the crumbs off myself. <laughs> we'll cut to uh, Che and Alex. You guys are driving to the main bar. Well, actually, one person's driving. The other one's catching a ride. Again, go ahead. Scenes on you guys. Uh, during the drive, uh, I'm gonna kind of turn down the music, and uh, I'll look over at uh, kind of like a sideways glance at Alex and just be like, I don't know how you feel about all this, but. I'm going to be honest with you, man. This is uh, this is a little bit much. Uh, I really only got involved because there was a lot of money. And uh, I'm having a little bit of doubt. When you glance over, you'll see Alex holding up a fiver in his left hand. Yeah, I would rather 
I don't know, man. It's it's fucking with my head. I've been trying to put some of this past me, and it gets harder and harder the more I get into this. But I think the only way that I'm ever really going to get rid of all the shit that you know runs around inside my brain is if I see this all the way through. Yeah, definitely. the money's money's just a bonus if I can sleep at night without wondering whether or not you know i'm gonna wake up screaming at some point it'll be worth it yeah i uh i definitely understand that man uh it just feels like it's just kind of this open you know question of what happened just kind of nagging at you constantly and it nags and nags and nags it just won't (laughs) stop you kind of get the sense you get the sense too from him, Che, that maybe Alex is a little bit more impacted than you know what I mean than you expected by you know what I mean by his answers and stuff like that. That like like maybe this is something that he's been juggling with for a quick minute. You know what I mean before this even started. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and considering his uh, what I've learned of you know what happened with him in the meantime between all during the, all the years in between. So yeah, I can I can Definitely. see that. He's a hot Russian mess. Well, at least you know that uh, you're not alone in this. Yeah, that's that's a nice change. I didn't have that last time. And unless you have something other to say at this point, Jay will kind of just be quiet the rest of the way. Turn up his Bon Jovi. Keep giving love a bad name. So you roll up to the main bar. It, you know, it's not too busy as you roll up there. Carla is off work. So you kind of are having someone of a slow night. You have your regulars. You know, you have kind of like your, your, your 50, 60 your old guys who's sitting there and drink this same wild turkey, cheap uh, whiskey or cheap beer, you know what I mean? As they're sitting there, just kind of shooting the shit, watching the television. Now, his music's kind of turned down a little bit normally, but they're just kind of like, you know, you're doing your normal song and dance facade, trying to uh, uh, appease them while you're obviously got this sense of, you know, um, wanting to i think to to carry on with what you guys are doing because it, in a way to be honest too it was kind of to hear what you said like you want to see it through the end and hopes that this all like what you feel all stops is almost like in a way a same feeling that i think that wayne has and that his life now has a sense of purpose you know what i'm saying so it's almost like two of you guys are in your own fucked up way energized by this and then two of you guys are like hey this is harsh in my mellow man you know what i mean like i just want to continue being a cop and moving up on the force and taking care of my mom or i want to continue working towards getting that cabin in the wilderness so you motherfuckers leave me alone you know and i just have my jeep you guys uh all go about your respective evenings you go to bed and you wake up uh you have work michael where you got to show up at at the station at six in the morning as you're in the station in the locker room you you go to the little gym you do a run you kind of have your calisthenics and stuff that you do with a couple of the guys who are younger on the force with you, Michael, as you're in the showers and you get out of the showers, uh, you know, you all got your like white towels wrapped around your waist, getting dressed. And you see this one guy, uh, his name is Matthew kind of has like a, a, a bushy mustache, but like a high and tight, he kind of looks at your elbow. He's like, what the fuck happened to you there? And you, as you look down, you've kind of forgot how you elbowed that window and you see that's kind of got like a nasty bruise on there. Oh, you know, I, oh man, that's a stupid story. You know, I was just jogging, man, and I tripped and fell into some glass. What did I tell you about doing that fucking jogging shit, man? It's dangerous. <laughs> Getting know, off right? and running. 
fuck, fuck calisthenics. I had enough of that shit in the core, man. I'll tell you what, man. Enough of that shit. So looks like this week we're partnering up, man. So we're going to be riding together. I'll go get the car. You, you want to go fill out? You know, I'll get some incident reports ready. Sure, we're going to have a slow Monday, but just want to let you know that I found out that we, we've been assigned together by the shift captain. So Okay, cool. Let's do this shit. All right, man. So throughout the, we'll just say like throughout the afternoon, you kind of have a quiet, you know, where you kind of sitting answering a couple calls, but really honestly being a cop in North Dakota for the most part, if it's not like Friday, Saturday or in the nighttime, but like during the day, it's usually really quiet in Bismarck, which is almost like even more agonizing for you because in the back of your head, you, you're, you're trying to like feign, like you're having a conversation with this guy who's somewhat over talkative. And, and, you, and you can't help but yourself sometimes going, uh-huh, uh-huh, not realizing what he's saying or not even retaining it and just looking out the window and thinking about, like, the shit that you've been, you know what I mean, going over, going through uh, with these guys. It's almost like you're having a hard time focusing at the moment, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, we will cut to, since Che and Alex like to sleep in, uh, we'll say that. Wayne, you actually, uh, what, what, I got a question to ask you. Do you? Now, with your new motivation, do you actually set, like, your alarm to get up, like, at an earlier time? Or, I mean, your work actually starts. We'll say you 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 have, like, a early shift where, like, you have to work from, like, 5 to, like, noon. And then you have rest of the day off. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, that sounds good. I would say you definitely set right. an alarm. If not before, like, then definitely now, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's definitely on fire. You actually go to work, and in a way, you find that you even find, like, the owner – uh, who's kind of like this older white guy who has like a kind of a heavy gut who has to have, wear suspenders for, with like some some polyester pants, you know, and has these like black work shoes. And when I say work shoes, I don't mean like dress shoes. I mean like the work shoes you have to wear, like when you work at McDonald's or fast like the food. The non-slip, place. like Velcro thing. Yeah, the non. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoes, and he has like this nasty like button up, like white and with like brown pinstripe shirt. You know what I mean? Not a nice shirt. You know what I mean? That's also like made of nylon. Uh, with the buttons being like extra taunt, you know, and he, he kind of has like, you know, has like liver spotted head a little bit on his forehead and uh, has like kind of a droopy soup strainer mustache, you know, that comes over. But he owns a chain of convenience store or of, of like convenience stores that you work at. As he's coming in doing inventory, he kind of is taken aback because usually you're kind of like, fuck, I hate my life. You know what I mean? Like I hate inventory, you know, like you drag ass, but like at work, you're almost like picking up boxes quicker. What's crawled up your ass, man? You seem a little bit more motivated than you usually do. He keeps marking off on his clipboard. I'll be like um, into what I'm doing and just not even really hear him and just like, huh, what? And, um, oh, it's it's nothing, you know, just uh, something I got I'm just saying, going on at home. I'm just I'm saying I like what I see here. I really, I, I really like, like, I like to see this new motivation. I kind of been expecting to see it from you for a while here. Maybe if I keep seeing this, we could talk about making you a shift supervisor. What do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. All right, man. I li- I'm liking what I'm seeing. You know what? And he looks at the clock. It's like 1130. Why don't you get out of here? I'll, uh, I'll give you the, the last half hour here on the house, all right? No way. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get out. We're almost done here. And some one of those snot-nosed kids that we got hired here is going to be coming up here. I can handle it, I think, for a little bit here. All right. And I'm going to, like uh... – be putting my jacket on as I like fly out the door pretty much without even waiting for him to fully explain. Yeah, you just, what, what, what are you uh, going to do from here, good sir? So you said, what time is it? Like noon or? Um, like 1130-ish noon. Uh, yeah. I, I would think that Shay is probably 
waking up at this point or awake? What time do you two normally get up, Jay and Alex? Alex will wake up probably around 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, sometimes as late as noon. Oh, in the morning? Yeah, depending on how okay, gotcha. late he was at the, at the office, at the bar. So, yeah, I mean, you can call him if you want to or you can go do what you want to. It's your call. All right, so I'm going to go back to the uh, trailer park. Um, I'm probably going to call um, – let me see. I think I'll call Michael first maybe just to leave him a message or something, try to get an idea of what the plan is. Um, yeah. Well, I think you told him you were going to go to the library, right? Oh, yeah, okay. That's – yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So, actually, I'll just um, – I'll all right. I'll call Che, and I'm going to leave a message okay. with him um, to just, like, get in touch with me and that I'm going to be um, doing a bit of research at the library. And then I'm going to right. – uh, I wanted to um, I wanted to uh, check in on Bruce, like, maybe just, like, see how he's doing. So just go next door and, and give him a knock. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, first thing, too, before uh, – there, there's multiple libraries in Bismarck, but the one library that's probably the best is the – it's called the State Library. It's on the Capitol grounds right next to the Heritage Center. You know what I mean? And that whole little – I kind of explained to you how the Capitol Heritage Center State Library is all like – you know what I mean? One kind of campus on the Capitol yeah. grounds there. So that's probably the best one to go to if you wanted to go do it there. You, you go to the trailer next door kind of has the same squishy, barely poorly constructed steps that also seem to have that AstroTurf stapled to it to give, for some reason, someone thought green Afro AstroTurf looks good on a trailer porch. You walk up there and you kind of hear it creak as yours does, and you knock on the door. You kind of pull the screen there and go, you know, the screen door, and you like, dot, 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 knock on the cheap aluminum siding door. Door opens. You hear like a you hear kind of like the floor shake a little bit as he walks. And you see him open the door and he's staying in his boxers and he has a beer and he's like, Hey, shit, man. I don't think you've ever knocked on my fucking door. And he's like, come on, come on in, man. And he goes and he sits on the couch. You could tell there's like the couch. It's like this orange, like, like, well, it used to be like an orange rust color, but now it's like a murky orange rust color, I guess. And you could tell like the couch goes like this. And then where he sits, it's like, there's an indention. You can see that there's like rabbit ears and everything like that that has like the prices right on it. And you can hear the din 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 din. He's like, go ahead and grab a beer, man. You want one? Have a seat. So yeah, I'm going to grab, uh, I'm going to pull a beer off of the uh, like six pack or whatever and sit on the couch next to him and just kind of ask him, so how you been, buddy? I've been good, you know, just uh, shit, man. Been doing the last couple days, but I know I've been enjoying it. You know what I mean? drinking a lot and uh watching some tv and uh well god damn it I, I i even got a couple fucking movies from that fucking movie rental place down the street there and i remembered to return them on time too i had to pay fucking seven dollars seven fucking dollars because i forgot to return it on time and rewind the son of a bitch to get another fucking movie and that's like my week allowance right there i have but fuck it right hey they'll get you yeah, they, they'll get you in one way or another. That's why we got to get them. That's why I'm telling you, you got to get disability, man. You got to pull your back or something, dude, at that fucking job of yours, picking up a goddamn box. And you, too, could be sitting here watching fucking TV and being paid by Uncle Sam for that shit, man. Well, I'm going to tell him, um, well, actually, might even have a some type of promotion lined up even, so... Get the fuck out of here. Look at you. What, what are you? T I thought you hated that fucking job. You see, you're sounding like you're kind of liking it now. Yeah, I don't know. The boss today was just, uh, yeah, he was he was liking what I was doing and said maybe I could uh, move up a little bit. So 
Well, anyways, I got to get out Man. of here. Just wanted to make sure you were uh, you were still kicking. So uh, maybe I'll come back later and we can uh, have some cold ones and watch some NASCAR or something. Hell yeah, wrestling, man. Fuck wrestling. that NASCAR shit. This shit's more pussy, dude, man. Watch some wrestling. Maybe we can grill some. I could grab that goddamn grill from the back that I haven't used in fucking like three years, and maybe we could grill up some fucking burgers. I can go grab some meat and some fucking buns and shit. We could have a couple burgers. That sounds like a plan. Hot damn, man. I like this new fucking Wayne. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general? that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by! We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. <laughs>